0: Good morning. This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, bringing you another old-time, old-fashioned gospel message on the Old Trailblazer broadcast. Yes, we come here each morning, Monday through Friday, bringing you, Thus saith the Lord, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. And we're going to begin a new series this morning on... uh, the God of this world, or Satan, the God of this world, if, if ever how you want to look at it, Satan is the God of this world. We're going to bring you a series of uh, several studies on these. Pastor Shelton had a, a series of messages on this subject many years ago, and we're going to use his notes and outlines and quote often from his booklet. We felt here a great need of restating the doctrine of Satan, the devil, that old serpent, as set forth in the scripture. First, because so many, so many of our religious leaders even deny the existence of a personal devil, saying that Satan is only an evil influence. You hear that everywhere you go. Our children are taught that Satan is, uh, if they're bad, Satan will come get them, the devil will come get them. All of those are erroneous things, my friend. Secondly, many of those who still believe in a personal devil think of him as being only a big bad man to scare the children with at night. So that they'll go to sleep, or he's only a figment of their imagination, and then thought of as being a big red man having a farky tail and horns and a pitchfork, that's what uh, children are taught these days. but listen, Satan is a living personality known as the god of this world and that's our subject satan the god of this world is found there in second corinthians four three four he's the prince of the power of the air in ephesians two two and the prince of this world john twelve thirty one fourteen thirty and sixteen eleven if you get your bible and read those verses there in uh, between now and our next study it do your heart good we're gonna go real slowly we're going to take our time. We're going to have many, many, several of these messages, maybe 25 or 30 of these studies on the, uh, Satan, the God of this world. So we want to start this morning by looking at this subject, old Satan himself. That's right. Did you know Satan is our arch enemy? He's the arch enemy of God. But we want to, we want to go back and listen and, and see what the Bible says about Satan. We count it a great privilege to bring you this these series of studies and uh the Satan, the God of this world, or what the Bible teaches about Satan. It's no mystery what satan the the Bible says in this study we're going to we're going to look at Satan, the God of this world, and I realize that we must be careful because theologically speaking, our present age is set against and even denies the existence of Satan. I realize that. I realize the battle we're in for the souls of men. I believe, I was speaking to someone the other day who was very knowledgeable on the scriptures and a very gracious soul. And I said, do you believe, as I do, that we're living in a time when Satan has basically uh, had the world under his control? And they said, we sure do. Very little, very few know anything about the influence of Satan. Very few are out under his influence today. Very few, my friend, very few preachers and churches are out under the dominion of Satan. Folks don't want to believe it, but I don't apologize for this subject because we only have one purpose in mind, and that is to tell you what God says about Satan as the God of this world. Now, that's our only purpose and our only aim here at the old Trailblazer broadcast is to bring you, thus saith the Lord. We're not going off on a tangent. No, no, we're not some oddball or crackpot. We're just standing up against error. We, we, we've we been spoon-fed this error all of our lives, and all you've got to do is trust Jesus. This average preacher today doesn't mention anything about uh, that we are born, that, our, that we are under the influence of Satan, the child of Satan from our time we were born. The Bible says we go astray. The Bible says there's none righteous. No, not one. That means that you're unrighteous, my friend. If you're not saved, you're an unrighteous soul to date. But listen, I want you to just, we're just going to tell you what Satan, what the Word says. We know, we know, what we know about Satan is revealed only in God's Word, the Bible, which is the only true source of the revelation of Satan himself. As we give you day after day, thus saith the Lord, for you to disagree with me now is for just one man disagreeing with another. But for you to take opposition with the word of God, the Holy Bible, you must deal with him. He is the author of the scriptures. I know we're living in a day when the verbal inspiration of God's Word is made little of, ignored, and disbelieved when it is, when it is looked upon as only fiction or a tale. Let me say right here in the beginning, the Bible, which is the Word of God, is inerrant, absolute, eternal, unbroken, and verbally inspired. And I want us to keep that one fact clearly in our minds from the beginning of our study. I know one of the things the old pastor used to say, Pastor Shelton, many years ago, the old trailblazer, the original trailblazer, he made this statement, the Bible is true whether you believe it or not. Believe it and be saved. Disbelieve it and go to hell for your trouble. Now, my friend, that's true. That's true. The Bible is true whether you believe it or not. You don't have to believe it. I've told folks things. They say, oh, that's what the Bible says. Well, my friend, do you know anything, any authority greater than God's word? Did you know the Bible was inspired The writers were inspired by the Holy Spirit to write down exactly what the Lord said for them to say. Listen, also when I appeal to God's word, to me it's the final authority. And I'll rest everything I say upon it. When an individual says he does not believe the Bible to be the word of God, either he is a liar or God is a liar. As far as I'm personally concerned, we will let every man be a liar, but God's word is true and cannot lie. Found there in Romans 3, 4. Our first study on the general theme of Satan, the god of this world, is Satan himself. There are many false concepts held regarding Satan or the devil. We're going to look into those. Many people think of Satan as being a big mad man to scare the children with when they want them to go to sleep or behave themselves. On the other hand, multitude think of Satan as being... Uh, a big red man with fork, with the horns and the forked tail and a pitchfork, going out about to pitch folks into hell, since they live a certain type of life. All of this is a figment of man's imagination, has no root in the Word of God whatsoever. There are still others who think of Satan only as an influence, an evil, or never as a living personality. The Word of God makes it very plain that Satan, the devil, is a living personality, not simply an evil influence. Therefore great personalities set forth in the Word of God, namely, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, known as the Trinity, and then Satan. As the triune God is set forth in the scriptures as a living personality, so is Satan. Job says in one six. Now there was a day when the sons of man came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came along also among them. Then in Zechariah 3, we find these words in uh, verses 1 and 2, God speaks again, And he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right hand, to resist him. And the Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuked thee, O Satan. Then again we find in Matthew 4.10 that Christ, addressing Satan, said, Get thee hence, Satan. Now let me ask you this question. Let me, let me just ask you this question. Do you think the Lord will speak to an evil influence or address it as a personality? Let me quote again from Matthew 12.26. If Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then shall his kingdom stand? And if I by Beelzebub cast out devils, by whom your sons cast them out. Here we find Christ speaking as Satan, uh, of Satan as a personality. Also in Luke 22, 31, Christ speaks of Satan as a person who had requested of him, of uh, Simon Peter, that he might sift him. Simon, Simon, behold, Satan asked to have you that he might sift you as wheat. That's right. That's, that's God's Word I wish you'd get it. A look at. These scriptures will suffice to show you, my friend, that Satan is a living personality. If your mind is not sunken in darkness of unbelief, you'll have no trouble to believe God's Word. Now, we go, before we go any further in our study, let's face this question. Who is Satan, and where did he come from? We have just a, two or three moments. We're going to look at that, and then we'll take it up in our next study. Who is Satan? Where did he come from? Even as a child, we were always asking this question. Many of us, when it's children, tell us who Satan is. Where did Satan come from? And this question often has been asked of me. Uh, now, the word, now to the word of God, we find two scriptures which answers our question without a shadow of doubt. The first one is found Ezekiel twenty-eight twelve through uh, twelve. Listen now, listen, Ezekiel 12. 28, 12. Listen to the word of God. Would you just listen? Perk up your ears and listen. I'm going to read this verse here. We have time to read it. Son of man take up a lamentation unto the king of Tyrus, and say unto him, this is God's word, thus saith the Lord God, thou sealest up the sum, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone thou was thy covering, the Sardius, the Topaz, the diamond, the beryl, the onyx, the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, and the carbuncle, and the gold, the workmanship of thy taburets, and thy pipe was prepared in thee. In that day that thou wast created, thou art the anointed cherub that coverest, and I have set thee so. Thou wast upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Thou wast perfect in thy ways from the day that thou wast created, till iniquity was found in thee. In this passage of Scripture, which is first refers primarily to the Prince of Tyrus, we also have expressions which refer to to no mere man. In the Scriptures, I have read God takes the king of Cyrus as a type of Satan and gives us a definite revelation of the origin and the fall of Satan. We frequently find in prophecy that the prophet under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit is born on is born on from speaking an earthly character of an earthly character to a spiritual being or from a present Uh, existing event to some event of the last time. So the language the prophet uses here goes beyond the king of Cyrus, Tyrus, to Satan, the inspirer and unseen ruler of all such pomp and pride as King King Tyrus. Therefore, this passage from God's Word teaches us much more about Satan, who he was, and his position in heaven before he fell. Now, we're going to take it up there in our next study. We're just getting started here this morning in the study on Satan, the god of this world. And I wish you would uh, would listen each morning as we come across the airwaves here. The old Trailblazer bringing you another study, blazing the path of the hearts of sinners, trying to attempting to refute error. There's so much error in the land today, isn't it? Yes, we have devil worshippers. People are so indoctrinated into those things. They 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 think it's uh, another god. Got Satan as a god. But listen, many of our religious folks, our religious institutions have no no clue as to the veracity of Satan. They think he's an evil influence, and they just blow it off, as a kid say, just, just have, no, have no effect on them. But I know, God's man knows, that Satan is a living personality. I know Satan's, uh, he's a good old devil. That's right. He goes about his business. We, the Bible tells us to be up and about our father's business, but did you know Satan is always up and about his business? He don't want, he don't want to lose one of his uh, converts, no. No, he don't want to lose one soul, and he'll do everything possible to keep you from trusting the Lord. And error and ignorance is his greatest tool, my friend. That's right, imitation, intimidation, error, and ignorance, all of those things are his weapons. Now, listen, this is the old Trailblazer broadcast. I wish you'd write me and let me hear from you tell me that you'd be interested in these messages and go on keep on pastor bringing god's message uh remember our mailing address if you'd care to write us is radio missions post office box 1810 walker louisiana 70785 and my website radiomissions.org and saying goodbye and god bless you until next time the Radio Bible and Book Room is a non ministry of the First Baptist Church of Algiers in connection with Radio Missions. We offer over 1,500 titles of early Puritan, Baptist, and Reformed works, including commentaries, sermons, devotionals, gifts, children's products, and a variety of King James Study Bibles in regular, large, and giant print. For an online catalog and information about the Radio Bible and Book Room, visit our website at radiomissions.org.